your brain might turn to putty. But there's still a chance to learn. We'll be your study buddies. We're going to talk about some stuff and make research cool. Welcome back to another episode of Study Buddies, the podcast where we bring you the latest in science and psychology. And sometimes more. And today is a sometimes more episode with our passing notes. Passing notes. My name is Paula Sanchez Abreu. And my name is Taylor Collins. What up? How you doing? You can't answer that, but maybe you will in your brain. I can answer that. Yes, you can. Last week, we were talking about subjective age and the greater good and were. I was just telling Paula that um I think that my knees are uh going and that I'm getting <laughs> arthritis and dying and it's it's probably just because I've been sitting on the floor um recording yeah I think that's it for but a it while. sounds to me like you're feeling older I'm feeling older <laughs> I'm feeling older today well let's talk a little bit about what that might mean so uh, as you know it's a passing notes episode so Taylor is going to do a little short little review of what we talked about last week yeah so again the article we had talked about was called subjective age in the greater good and this article highlighted six studies but we focused on breaking down one of the studies where the authors basically found that People who were manipulated to feel older were more likely to contribute to the greater good. So listen to last week's episode to hear how the study was conducted and get a a much more in-depth breakdown on how they did that. Yeah, it was super cool. There are some other really fun findings in there. So please listen to last week's episode because it was kind of a party. I had a great time. I had a great time. There was babies and trees and elderly folk. It was wonderful. And and polka dots everywhere. Colorful dots. Colorful dots. We were on acid. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. We were not. Mom, we weren't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Taylor, you were telling us about your knees feeling rickety and old. And I think this just kind of just will segue us right into the data data. And the data data is a segment where we look at how the data could influence our day-to-day on a personal level. So tell mm-hmm. me, with your knees, you know, feeling older, does it make you want to contribute to the greater world? No, it makes me want to go to like a <laughs> like an OT appointment or something. Yeah, I think Physi- that might be a good idea. PT, I think, physical therapy. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> orthopedic. <laughs> what is that? No, occupational therapy when you're in rehab. No, I think occupational therapy, and uh, I may be totally wrong here, but I think it encompasses a lot of things, like helps you, like, if you have an issue, like, navigate day-to-day things. <gasps> um, so, like, say you had an issue with your body in some way. It's like, how do you get in and out of the shower? Or how do you mm. practice, like, driving that way? Or how do you function I feel like I need this even though my knees don't hurt. Like, I would love better information on how to get in and out of the shower without hurting myself because I feel like I've done that before. (laughs) I am a young person. I I need that as well. I have a shower that is like a stand-up one-person shower. And Mm -hmm. the only way, like, to turn it on, you have to just reach your hand in and turn it on. And there's no way to not get your entire arm wet. Yeah, what is that? Why do people, why is that, why are any showers constructed that way? It's very poorly constructed. And so, and I never want to get my arm wet because that immediate water is cold. And so either I'm getting my sleeve wet or I have to fully disrobe to make sure my (laughs) arm is not wet and then stand there where the water warms up. It's terrible. It's a terrible system. 
Yeah, it sounds it sounds pretty hard. So that being said, there's a lot of different <laughs> things that can make someone feel older in their day to day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I know that I feel I was thinking about this and I often like feel older after mm-hmm. a long day or like a really stressful experience. Like if I just had a really really hard day at work and felt like really exhausted by it, like I might come home and just feel drained and I feel like that it's really interesting because that that subjective age like shifts from the beginning of the day to the end of the day for me sometimes Mm. um and it may it may change like I may feel more like vibrant at the end of a day where I had like a really great workout and capped it off so the I think like depending Mm. on what I'm doing that changes how old I feel and also like being around people who are in like phases that I've aged out of so this is kind of like how <laughs> like the study what? was saying like hanging out with teenagers like yeah when like I'm around when I'm like hanging out with a baby imagining hanging out with a baby exactly yeah. like and I think of that like if you've ever been to like visited a bar that you used to go to when you were younger and then you like look around and you're like everyone has infant faces and is yeah. wearing crop tops and short shorts Dude, I will never forget the first time. It was, like, in middle school or something when I, like, went back to my elementary school. And I was like, oh, my God, the toilets are so small. Like, <laughs> Right. Like, how did we fit on these? Like, the, I feel crazy. like the door frame is, like, hitting me in the head. I have to and duck. It, and then you, yeah, or, like, when middle schoolers, like, when you look at, like, or in high school, when you look as a senior at the incoming freshman and you're like, whoa, what the... How did they, did I look like that? Right. You get that infant baby response. I get that. Yeah, that's how it feels. Yes. Like that. And and you see these little baby people when you're out and they'll be like wearing heels, like stiletto heels. And I'm fascinated by that because I could not imagine wearing a pair of heels that is not wedges now. Like, why do they even exist? Yeah, Who your old rickety for? knees could never take it, Taylor. My, my rickety knees could not. <laughs> You have trouble getting into the shower, you know? Right. Let alone heels. <laughs> Which is yeah. bizarre because that is not even related to my knees. So can't wait. It's funny because <laughs> it's funny because like the things that like the phases that I feel like I've aged out of are like, you know, like stupid fighting with your friends or like not knowing how to like apologize. <laughs> like it's like little things like that that I feel like I'm like, oh, guys, like Ugh, just be better. Like, yeah. I watch reality television shows and, I, you know, like I like just watching Vanderpump Rules because, you know, that's a part of my life now. I I just watch them and I'm like, I'm younger. I know I'm younger, but by God, I feel older. Right, right. I feel that when I watch like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, I'm like, is this really where this is going? Is this the direction yeah. that they are taking by choice as people? But now the question is, Taylor, is like when you feel that, when you feel like you've aged out of like a phase or you see people that are in a phase that you've aged out of, does that like make you want to help other people? No, it makes me want to like leave and play a board game. Like most of the time I'm like, oh, let me, I need to go somewhere else. I don't think, but I also most of the time like haven't felt that way and then had someone like approach me with a clipboard being like, would you like to donate to this charity? (laughs) Like I may be like, yes, you know what? I need to do something good to wash off this like feeling of like whatever I was just faced with that I feel like I've grown out of and cannot deal with. And part of me thinks that like, (laughs) I just love the idea of like showing teenagers and like having like older generations be like, oh my God, what is happening to the world? We need to do something good. (laughs) 
because they've just been so discouraged by what they saw in young people. And I do feel like that that does happen from time to time. That's really funny. Yeah, and to be fair, I may, I may say all of that of like, you know, that can make you feel older when you're confronted with those kind of like dramas or things that you don't really relate to anymore. Yeah. Like the problematic parts of it, but also sometimes I, I can like feel older in a way that's like empowering. Like when you he- like hear a 16 year old, mm. like share something that you're like, wow, like this is really well thought out, re- really well thought out. And like they make, a- they're making a really good point or they're contributing something in a way that you're like very impressed yeah. by whatever they're putting into the world, like artistically or mm-hmm. like thought provoking wise. And in that way, it makes me like, feel like this great sense of like hope and I I could see how that would make you want to contribute yeah that's true I mean I guess imagining a baby too like that's like the most innocent of all things and it's like it's just so um like I feel like you, you hold a baby you like can look at it and be like wow the world is magical like I'm holding a new life and that that feeling can definitely likely inspire some yeah, that's really Some sweet. I hold a baby and I'm like, what do I do with this baby? It cannot even talk to me. Please, someone else, if they could take this. It's cute, but I don't know. It's very squishy and delicate and I'm scared. So That's hilarious. I love you it. You just but... refer, refer to the baby as it. <laughs> Sorry. It's like so great. Well, it's funny because like I feel like I've always felt older than I am and I'm often perceived mm. as by others as like older than I really am and alongside that I've always felt like truly deeply that my entire purpose in 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 my existence is to like serve others and serve the world and like serve the future generations at large and so you were raised right the study kind of like well I don't even I mean it's interesting because I do feel like I was empowered from a very young age and that I wonder if like being feeling older makes you feel empowered Rather than feeling like, and, and like feeling empowered can make you feel a felt responsibility. Like there might be another mediating factor in there. I think like, like it, we're almost talking about like maturity level. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if maturity level and subjective age are like run in tandem. That's how kind of how I, I'm thinking of it. Like when it's like, even like are the things we were just talking about of like those other things that can make me feel older, they tend to be just like almost like social times at like a social time where. I feel that, like, I no longer mentally relate to that because I've matured beyond them. So it's like yeah. I feel I feel older in, like, a wisdom-y sense. Mm, yeah, the idea of wisdom. That's... that's Although that I, really I feel very, like, mixed feelings about thinking of myself as wise because I also sometimes, like, need to Google how long to like bake if, chicken for. If so. wise is the word that you use when you're, like, fully wise, maybe you're like, what? <laughs> what is this like like a horse where like as we yeah. shoot the basketballs in we get extra letters and we've yeah. only gotten to like yeah. the w the w and like half the i and like half i guess <laughs> you're like what? and you need the other eyes and then you'll get there don't worry you'll get to the eyes yeah the, well the is dumb <laughs> there you go okay we can use a full word it's better than just the four words i'm the four letters is dumb <laughs> oh man yeah, that's that's really fascinating. I feel like that study definitely identified something that I have felt inside of me and didn't quite n- know or articulate or know how to articulate. Because um, I, I truly have felt and and as I get older and I think, OK, now I have more money. Like I do feel like, oh, I should put this money back towards something like 
larger outside of whatever even if it's like five dollars a month like it I don't know it feels like I have that responsibility now I think it comes to from talking to like my little cousins who want to help so badly and like have no means to do so (laughs) yeah like the hope yeah it really is that and we got in touch again with study author Jen Park and had a question for her so Jen what do you think your day-to-day takeaway would be from the study One thing I want to highlight is that it's not just about feeling old. Um, Rather, it's about how subjective age increases how responsible you feel for other people. And how old you feel is just one of many contextual factors that can be leveraged to make you feel responsible for others. And thanks to the pandemic, we are living in such surreal times where we need people to act responsibly more than ever. So I've been thinking a lot lately about how we can use our finding to encourage responsible behaviors such as wearing a mask, staying home, and just really doing greater good for the society. Wow, that's a great point from a public health standpoint. Maybe we can find a way to manufacture a feeling older among people, you know, sitting at home so that way they will be motivated to participate in these like social distancing and safety mask wearing type measures yeah I never thought of it that way that's a great point and considering that you're coming from a marketing perspective I'm wondering if that would mean like using this in something like an advertisement so maybe if you used a bunch of like smaller children in the advertisement to create that sense of like feeling older Um, as you guys had done in the study, if that might make people more likely to engage in social distancing and mask wearing that might be advertised on the study. It's really cool. I mean, who knows? Yeah, I think it's really easy to forget, you know, how this research can really intersect in a super, super positive way. And I think that this is a great example of how important this work is Um, for public health for many different reasons. Like there's so many different reasons that we would want to encourage the public to do, you know, the best that they can. And this research is vital to that end. Yeah, that's a really great point. And I just wanted to say thank you again for being a guest on our podcast and bringing all of these really great perspectives. Yes, thank you so much. And we are so excited to see more of this work and what direction it decides to go in. So I I feel like... With that being said, we could probably move into our next segment. Macaroni and cheese. Yeah. This is the segment where we connect the study suggestions to the bigger picture. So uh, what did this make you think of in like a grander scheme? Yeah, well, first I wanted to share what the authors mentioned because they did mention some larger Mm. implications, which Mm -hmm. I thought were interesting. But the authors mentioned that there are like a lot of negative um associations society with feeling societally with feeling old so like it's it's made fun of aging is unwanted like you know that that kind of idea you know, people botox whatever rickety knees blah 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 but this study has illuminated like an undocumented benefit to feeling older which i think is mm. cool and then they also talk about how like marketing for nonprofits and other philanthropic organizations can really like leverage that feeling older to gain more support and involvement with their organizations it's it it, which i mean if they can do it again it makes me think of do we have like babies with clipboards asking people to donate like is that how we do it babies sarah mclaughlin and babies 
and babies with clipboards. Sarah McLaughlin as a baby. Sarah McLaughlin as a baby is with what is going to elicit our ability to stop global warming. Yep. Makes sense. That's it. And Tesla. Oh, speaking of global warming. <laughs> speaking of global warming, uh, it makes me think of Greta Thunberg's speech at the United Nations Climate Summit. I don't know if you remember it or saw it. It was super, super powerful. powerful. And I'm going to paraphrase, but basically she said, like, us kids should not be solving the climate crisis. Like, it's not my job to do that. It's your job as the adults to do that. And I feel like she was tapping into something there by being like, I'm a kid. You're an adult. Like, do your job. There's something fascinating about how, like, even that was... Well, this is the interesting thing is, like, it's almost, like, scary to me because although the study said, like, feeling older, like, this feeling subjective age, that contributes to greater good. It also said, like, found that actually being older does not contribute to like wanting to help the greater good so like it makes me a little bit concerned because if you look at the age of people who are leading our country and people in politics like they're often Mm. really old Old. and if you look at the voting pool of who is more likely to vote they're older and so like Mm. I wonder like do the platforms that people stand for when your actual age is older do, are they less likely to contribute to this, like, greater good in the sense of, like, welfare and, like... Yeah, for the world. Well, yeah, welfare for the world, welfare for that distant other, as we were talking about, kind of, like, mm. maybe aiding other nations or maybe, like, pr- contributing to global warming as a whole. Like, yeah. is it more about, like, almost... Because they said, like, when you are actually older, you tend to have, like... You're more health crisis concerns. You're focused on your more immediate family. So I wonder if that yeah. kind of translates in a macro sense to like if you're an older politician, are you more likely to help um, to want to help one group more directly mm. in a more tangible way um, right, rather than yeah. sacrificing for uh, for like from one group to contribute to the greater good? Yeah. I also I mean, again, you keep coming on this thing of like hopelessness. But, or hope and hopelessness. But I do mm. wonder if, like, you know, you reach a certain age and you've just seen enough. And you're just like, God, there's so many things. Like, I got to focus on, like, my little circle because there's so many things I can't control. And I feel like maybe when you feel younger, you feel like you have more agency. Or feel, rather, when you feel, when you are younger but you feel older, you feel like that agency. So, like, yeah. your actual age being younger and you're, like, feeling of old, like, being older. Well, because it's like you have more time. You have that more of that perceived time to do things and make things happen because you actually are younger. But you feel old enough and, like, competent enough to, to yeah. take care of it and have hope and want to give back. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. I felt so I felt so excited about this, Taylor. And then you were like, old people vote bad. And I was like, oh, you're right. Yeah, and I don't. It, it, Not maybe all old people <laughs> vote bad. Not all yeah. old people vote bad. I don't know that, that old people vote bad. And it's and it's not even like a question of like what is right or wrong. It's a question of like what is the priority. So mm-hmm. is your pri- – because is it wrong to focus on your inner circle and want to keep them protected and make sure that they're okay? Like yeah, no. Like I don't, I don't know if there's something necessarily wrong with that. And there's this idea of like it's really hard I think for people always to give up something that directly impacts them to, to – overall impact that distant or greater good so I like I mentioned I've been working with the sunrise movement and I was on a call a nationwide call a couple weeks ago and they had a a 16 year old speak about how she started a hub in her local district and it was um, and 
that hub was one of like the leading fact the leading um groups to call for warnock and ossif to get voted into office like they were phone banking throughout like the before november and through the runoffs yeah and can you remind us uh pella who warnock and ossif are Oh, yeah, they were just um, the Democratic senators that were elected in the Georgia um, in the Georgia runoff elections. And so this 16 year old had started a local sunrise movement hub and she was a huge factor in like volunteering for those two campaigns. And she like got a bunch of her like 16 year old friends to do it. And she shared this story on the nationwide call. And then an 80-year-old man in the chat, like, shared. He was like, I'm 80 years old, and it's so inspiring to hear that you and I are working on the same, like, working with the same, like, leading cause behind us. And, like, it reminded me of, like, how important intergenerational movements are because I do think that, like, having a combination of young and old can really, like, mobilize people to to remember where they were in their lives and, like, that there's many people after them and there were many people before them like there's such value to that I think this this study that this study made me think of like that idea of like intergenerational everything is super (laughs) important (laughs) intergenerational everything Everything. yeah (laughs) I think when you when you talk about intergenerational like like kind of cooperation between people like this study is kind of saying like when you're being helped to feel older by mixing with a different generation you're more likely to contribute so it's kind of like a call for collaboration between intergenerations to to help kind of motivate us to contribute to the greater good I think it can't it can't hurt to kind of unify ourselves because I do think that so much of what's going on politically is this like divide between generations and I think it's really hard for the older generation to like let go of the ideals that they may be have held on to or were brought up in or like the traditions. And I think it's really, really hard for young people to sympathize with like the fact that yeah, like older, the older generation had an entirely different life and different values and different struggles that they faced. And when those aren't taken into account, you're not understanding like where they're coming from. Yeah. I, it's, it's like the key to unity is I think really having that dialogue. The key to unity is empathy. Yeah. Yeah. And that is, when you are relating to other people on a regular basis that and not even share different values, but literally have lived in different times. Like that, that is huge and so mind opening. Yeah. This study also, this is a little shift in thought, but like this study also made me think of like so much of this was focused on, again, subjective age. So how old you feel. And it made me think about people who have like traumatic upbringings or people who are parentified at a young age or basically like made to like be more responsible as kids. Yeah. People who miss out on their childhood or people who are kind of, they kind of later in life end up stuck at like a mental age. So you might meet someone who is actually like 32, but they act like a 16 year old. So it's almost Mm. like they're stunted and that could be due to trauma and due to not really being able to have a childhood or due to like a lot of different things. So we definitely refer to people as kind of being like stuck in a younger age. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that being stuck in that younger age like leads to being um, to feeling like you're stuck in that younger age, like feeling younger than you really are. Um, And that might make it harder than 
to think about the greater good because you are feeling younger. Because if the study is saying that feeling, feeling older makes you more likely to contribute, I wonder if people who have been through um, trauma and things that make it so they don't feel as mature and don't feel they're at like a an older place in their life yeah. are it's harder for them to think like in a to to be philanthropic or to be thinking outside of themselves yeah it's interesting like it makes me think that this this study is a that that spin on the study is a beautiful way to um remind people how important it is to like work through and take care of trauma and like find and have services available for like mental health counseling to get you through those to so you can feel growth over the course of your lifetime yeah and to try to prevent trauma which I think you know we don't have funding there but yeah um, that's maybe a different a different conversation for a different day but yeah but it but it is clearly like that stunted age can be I mean, in the context of this particular study. Right. Stunted, this is us hypothesizing. We right. do not have evidence to exactly. this. But. Yeah. But in, in this particular scenario, stunted age, if your age is stunted, you may not want to contribute to the greater good. You know, maybe. I don't know. We should do a study on that. Yeah. Absolutely. That's really interesting. Well, thank you for bringing this study to the forefront, Paula. I think it's super cool to know that how we feel influences what we do. Yeah, I'm so glad that we got to talk about this in depth. This study had made me have so many feelings. I actually feel very empowered after reading this study. I'm going to try to feel young and old forever, both things in the balance. We try to stay balanced over here, you know? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another week of Study Buddies. And we will see you next Tuesday with a new study. Have a lovely, lovely week. Bye, everyone. Study Buddies was created by Paula Sanchez Abreu and Taylor Collins. Our graphic design was done by Monica Ray Summers Gonzalez. And our intro song was composed by singer-songwriter Caught In Between. You can follow Study Buddies on Instagram at studybuddies.com and email the show at studybuddiespodcast at gmail.com.